Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, it is Wednesday, Merit at First Sight Wednesday, and I sound a lot calmer than I am. <laughs> Hello, Mare Bear. Hello, Maths Nation. Have we ever said that before? I just said it now. I don't think I've ever said maths out loud, but it, it, a lot of people do, and now I feel like maybe I will. It rolls right off the tongue for me, and uh, we say this, we say the name of the show enough that we might as well just shorten it up wherever we can. Um, it is Married at First Sight Wednesday. I'm excited to be here. I was real like, whoa, with some whipped cream situation happening tonight. So <gasps> can't I wait. Mean, yeah. Cannot, cannot wait. I was as surprised as Kirsten. But I was just as into it as Kirsten, too. Cannot wait to talk about it. Um, same. Don't forget that when we do finish doing our full regular podcast here, we also go over to Patreon and we keep talking for bonus content. You get your full podcast here. Don't worry about that. But if you'd like to join us on Patreon for bonus content where we keep going and sometimes really start to melt down, which is um, always fun to listen to and watch. Uh, I would, uh, join us over there. It's only $7 a month for all of that. Plus you get Sunday episodes as well. And you can find out all kinds of nonsense on our Sunday episodes. That's not married at first sight related tons of stuff for you to do. Are you my podcast on Instagram? Are you my podcast on Facebook? Mary, you're performing somewhere, uh, tomorrow, right? Me too. But you first. Yes, you too. Yes, I will be in Milwaukee. See, <laughs> I will be in Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Improv uh, opening for Shane Gillis through the weekend. Six shows. Very excited. And Sarah, where will you be? Where can people find you? Yes, starting tonight, the 23rd through the 25th, I will be in Batavia, Illinois at the Comedy Vault. And I've heard nothing but great things. They have a lot of really good people, um, you know, I, I mean, including myself, but uh, well, they have going to say yeah. I knew that because you're there. Well, it seems like a great place. Yeah, I'm excited. So it's my first time there. So please come out and and show your faces and make me look, you know, super important to this place, because um, that's really that's really what matters. I was going to say, go make Sarah look important, but more importantly, go have an amazing night because she's the most fun to watch. So get there if you can. <laughs> um, okay. Well, Mary, I feel like we should just get into it, right? Um, yeah, yeah, we should. I feel like, I'll be honest, I feel like there has been a little bit of pressure. I mean, I give you the pressure of carrying this entire duo of of me and you. I get it. Okay. You do the most. I I mean, you're everybody knows I can't really work a computer. But when you have me pick the couple that we're supposed to talk about first, it weighs heavily on me. It does. Okay. So you is, yeah. are you, is, but are I'm you, gonna No, I'll do it. Do you want me to I'm, do it? No. I just want you to know that every time I do it, it requires a lot of effort <laughs> and that it's not just a simple thing for me. Um but that's all. Now that I've got that off my chest, I feel equipped. And I'm going to start with Nicole and Chris. 
Yeah, they were sort of, I kind of like to start ease into things and they were sort of the least sort of big storyline, right? Um, yeah, which not- doesn't mean that we won't belabor a motherfucking point. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, we certainly you know? will. And I, mm-hmm. I, there was a lot that happened. It's just that it was, that we didn't see quite as, I feel like sometimes people get their, their episodes and this was not exciting. They went to goat yoga with the dad. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine a fresher hell than going to goat yoga with with a dad. That's just me. And I mean, I love that Nicole and her dad bonded over that. And it was actually quite funny to me. Turns out they were like kind of speaking over each other. Nicole got her dad into yoga and then he just trumped her and became a yoga instructor <laughs> at some point, which re- I really enjoyed. Yeah. And taught it at her school, I believe he said. Right. So. There was all kinds That's of That's why you don't take your parents to classes. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? That's why you don't show them new things. They just show up at all your your, your fun activities. For the rest of your life. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't... Uh, you know, the lady said to get into downward facing goat. And uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always some fun things happening at these events that they do. Um, I have a question. And this is not, Mm -hmm. I'm not passing judgment on anyone who does this. I am not, I am curious about it because it's never occurred to me to want to do it. Um, The whole, it's been mentioned a couple times and it was brought up again tonight. Now you can call me dad. You can call me dad. You can call me dad thing between Mm -hmm. Chris and Nicole's dad. I believe it was at their wedding that there was a conversation about it where he said, yeah, I don't know if Chris tried to call him dad. And he said, whoa, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean within two hours of meeting the man? Yeah. yeah that was when it was. It mm-hmm. was. Okay. So it is. So it's Chris wanting to. Now, does he not have a relationship with his father? I feel like I don't know anything about his family. And it, I, it's probably just because my brain is melted. But do I know anything about that? You know what? I'm now my brain is also melted. I'm picturing his mom. We've seen her yes. when, they, when she's kind of said a few things, but I can't, I don't have any recollection of the dad. I don't okay. know if he's in the picture or not. So that, that, same. So it's know. possible that that could be it. It's possible that she, he has a great relationship with dad and he just also I've just never been um, like I've never thought to say to my husband's mom, Barb, can I call you mom? Right. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. and his dad's passed away, so I can't call him anything, but I, <laughs> it's dark, um, just waiting for any kind of, I, I was, think Mary, Mary well, I was gasped just, or passed out. Um, no, I was just, you know, I love that's that, that sitting in the, the silence. That's where I live. So I was just happy. I was here for it. Uh, well, I've just never thought of that. And I know some people do it, so I don't, but I was just curious to talk to someone else about it. Is that, do you and your, I know that you have not been proposed to and are not married. You're, you're one of those single mm-hmm. ladies, um, but not single at all. Thanks, because Pastor Cal. Yeah. So there was one season where Pastor Cal talked about uh, someone's worth uh, by how many times she was engaged or something. And so it's Mary mm-hmm. and I just like, we just like to rib it because um, we don't, we don't, we don't drop mm-hmm. things ever. So anyway, Mary is in a very serious relationship and has mm-hmm. been for a good solid decade with the lover of her life, Mark, who I love too <laughs> and know well. Now, but if you two were to get married or is there anything in that that you would want to call dad or mom? 
No. And you know, it's funny. Um, he and I have been together so long. We've lost parents, so we've run out of opportunities for this. <laughs> Just going to let that sit there for a second, too. But, you know, nothing. These things make me laugh. Um, no, I, if Mark, for one, if Mark, my mother's name is Deb. She's Deb to everyone. She's Deb to me since probably sixth grade. If if Mark was like, hey, mom, uh, I would fucking think he fell and hit his head. That's just me. It, and again, no judgment on people who do that. I feel like I've seen it more with older generations, you know, like, okay. I don't know why. I, I Like, I could picture, like, I don't know, like, old, like an older couple with an, a very older. Hey, ma. Yeah. Pa- yeah, yeah. Like, tell mom not to tell mom to hold on to the railing or, you know, so, <laughs> I don't know, something like that. But like it, it in saying all this, again, no judgment. We're assholes. It's just from our experience. It's. It wasn't natural. I I found it. And even if he wanted to call the guy dad, couldn't you take a knee for six months before you even broached that? Like, doesn't that seem like the weird part? I just couldn't figure out if he brought it up or if the dad brought it up. That was where I couldn't go back in my head and remember who I knew they had a conversation about it after the wedding, but I didn't know if he said, can I call you dad? And he was like, hold the horses, which it would be aggressive to call someone dad the first time you (laughs) met them. We're already calling someone wife right after meeting them. So yeah, that's aggressive. I, uh, as John likes to joke around, I have uh, an extra father. He's like, I don't have a father anymore, but Sarah's got two. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, A lot of dad's day cards to buy. So, and I call my stepdad by his name, but then on like Father's Day, I send him dad cards. So, I mean, everyone has their own whatever. I have no idea, but I just found it to be brought up twice. And I almost prefer that the, I hope the dad brought it up because it's even kind of funnier if he did. (laughs) I mean, actually, you're right. Maybe that, that would be really funny because then that, and her dad sort of does have a kind of a quirky sense of humor or maybe he did. I hope that's the case because I feel like there's young children that are adopted that wait longer to call somebody dad than Chris did in this situation. (laughs) Yeah. I think that is obviously um, I've heard people do it before. And, and so the conversation was a little bit more about um, if you are going to do it, would you do it that fast (laughs) or would you be like, I'm going to see if I say yes on decision day before I start calling, you know, getting everyone cards and, and uh, name calling them pops and whatnot. The only way, I mean, this, okay, it actually just makes me giggle. Like, to me, the it would be funny if you just started dating someone <laughs> and you got invited to, like, a family get-together <laughs> and you're, you know, you're out at whatever Capitol Grill or something. You're like, excuse me, Dad, can you pass the mushroom? <laughs> like, to me... Oh, I want to, I don't ever want to be single again, but I just want to go on one date and do that. I want to get permission from my husband. I will go to the restaurant. I will leave the restaurant right after. Nobody will know. There was no hanky panky, but I just want to go on a date with someone (laughs) while I meet there. I don't know how I'm going to do that all in one date because I have to meet them and their family all at the same time. But I mean, stranger things have happened. Look at the show we we talk about. We could orchestrate. We could do something. We could figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just put your arm around him. Give him an old uh, head pops, you know, like... (laughs) (laughs) Hey pops, can you pass that uh like, never ending bowl of breadsticks? <laughs> yeah. We're family. Just here at the ya. Olive Garden. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think that uh, was that's why this conversation has always had me a little bit thrown off. But um 
whatever. It's yeah. They're getting yeah. along well. I like the relationship with the dad. Joke society. Me here. too. Um, yeah. And I think it. I like that him and Nicole are so close. I. I you can tell. He's obviously I last week he told him to get, you know, big dick energy and he talked about mm-hmm. Nicole maybe sort of running him over here and there and they, everyone's talked about that. But at the end of, all, of the day, I enjoy watching them sort of do this little family unit thing because I do think Nicole and Chris will stay together unless something crazy happens. And um, I would see I like knowing that that the, the families are going to get along. Yeah. I do, too. And I think right out of the gate when the dad was so um, supportive and like helpful with her dog and the whole dog situation, he seems like a good guy that wants the best for his daughter. Yes. Although it did cut. Was it like it, you can tell that they've they've had a little tension in their past. You know what I mean? Like, just yes. How like even you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I think, think it kind of came up. Way. Yeah. It feels like yeah. that kind of came up and like which I always think is really interesting when and and refreshing when people can get past that that's whatever the past was tension and then sort of become a closer parent I, I, my dad and I did that to be honest like I I don't we never had a big blowout or anything but there was there was some disappointment on my end and a little tension here and there and now we have when you get a certain age sometimes, and I, I, you know, I have no idea what would happen with them, but just from my own standpoint, like when you get a certain age, you're like, what? I mean, unless it was something awful, if it was, I, yeah. what are you going to do? It's like you, you choose to sort of let things go and have whatever kind of relationship you can, again, depending on the past. But for me, it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything bad. Unforgivable. It was just, or, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. just more like divorce and, and then sort of. I mean, what? Jesus Christ, is this my therapy session? Anyway, it was all. <laughs> I love it when it is for both of us. <laughs> so anyway, I um, do enjoy seeing that <laughs> relationship. God, I can't imagine. You know I can't even imagine what Patreon's going to be like. We're already melting down. Well, I was going to say this is like my favorite version of you, though, because I know you so well that you don't you don't necessarily offer up a ton of shit about yourself. Like, (laughs) but the fact that we're like 13 minutes in and you're like, well, you know, (laughs) I mean, I someone's going to get a period soon. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs a calendar? You know, it's just. Oh my God. But oh. I no, I hear what you're saying. I think uh I'm happy for them. And I'm happy that they both are happy to call that man dad. Um I'm thrilled. Yes. Well, they had that Pepper. conversation on yeah, with Pepper. They talked to Pepper. Uh yeah. That was see, I feel it's so tough what obviously Nicole has gone through with relationships and and the uh, leaning towards people who treated her badly. She's very aware of it. She's obviously done some work on it um, and is trying to do more. But I think this marriage is making her realize how much more damage sort of she had. I, I feel like she's either said that herself or at least alluded to it. Um, so it's tough because then when I hear that, not that people can't 
by the way, heal together and things. But then sometimes it makes me worried. Oh, does she need more time to figure that out now that she's learning more about herself? But then again, if it's the right person, you have the right support system while you figure this shit out, then that's good too. I just, I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, I was thinking that too, because I mean, this is this experiment, if you will, if it does work out and even if it doesn't tends to be a pretty big revelation for people, you know, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of like looking in the mirror. There's a lot of watching yourself on film back. I mean, how do you not learn? Yeah. And I think that when I think about Nicole and Chris, I feel like he is just supportive enough and hears her and like kind of cushions what she says and consoles it. But then he's kind of quick to let it go. And I think that's what she needs, because if she had someone that was so like, oh, my God, you know, it's not not to dismiss her pain, but in order for them to kind of go on and make new memories and build a healthy relationship, hopefully she can let it go. And I think he's the kind of guy that will be helpful to her. That makes sense, because you're right. There's not. When he told her that really, when she told him that really sad story about getting the burn on her arm from a from an ex and a cigarette, and she talked about it again tonight, um, it, it he he kissed her arm, remember? And I think they even showed that again. Yeah. But he, to your point, he took it in. He didn't go what what the you know he didn't do yeah, or, and he didn't go overly sort of if I could find that guy, which I think some guys inkling would right. be right. He just basically. Right. said well here i'm here kissed her arm and she you could tell it effect so i think you're right about that i think that is a good um balance for them from what we've seen i mean i'm obviously (laughs) not a professional anything other than podcaster well and lady and lady other than that you know same. Comedian and a couple other things. Well, you know I always say yeah. comedian, actress, actor. <laughs> I don't know what the right term is. It's 2023. You're killing it, Kuda. <laughs> Actress. Um, Actress. Yeah, they. I, listen, she's worried about the bubble bursting that I think she sits in her head a lot. And the more she's revealed about herself, obviously, we understand where that comes from. So hopefully she doesn't keep overthinking it, but I, I I mean, how do you not, I guess, if you don't know what the other person's going to do or say, you know, if I was a professional therapist or I don't know if someone was paying me for my actual thoughts, you know what I would say about the bubble bursting? I would say, you know what? It's gonna, (laughs) yeah, it's gonna (laughs) burst and just don't worry about it. Like it's gonna burst, and then hopefully you'll be in a situation where you can, you know, pick up the pieces, pull your big girl pants up, and deal with it. And hopefully it wasn't too damaging for the both of you to not continue on together because the bubble will continually burst. This is the best advice I think I've ever heard anyone give, and it's a hundred percent true. We're not being negative dancies about relationships. I don't find marriage to be quote unquote hard. Would like a lot of people say it is granted what I, I just, whatever, we don't have kids. I know that sometimes makes it easier too. Um, but I, I, you have to be realistic that it's not always going to be what it is. And especially to your point about theirs, I mean, they just met each other. So yeah, you're, it's going to burst. You're not going to be on TV anymore. It's not going to be a fun thing till decision day. Not that they always look like they're having fun, but it's, 
it's a the burst is coming, so just go ahead and assume it will, but not in the in a oh god, it's gonna be over way, just in a oh, we're gonna have right. a shitty day sometimes. Like it's just gonna happen. Yeah. You're gonna be mad at him. She's gonna be mad at or yeah. he's gonna be mad. You know, everybody's gonna be mad. And there's gonna sometimes you just gotta lay down on the floor and kick your legs until you fall asleep. And then when you wake up, you have a snack and typically you can handle things a little better. Yeah. Or you do like my husband do does. If he walks into the room and my right eye is twitching, he turns around and goes into the other room because he knows that's directed <laughs> at him. Uh, the old, the old, uh, the old blinker signal. <laughs> the old, oh, oh, there you are. <laughs> you again. Um, well, oh, we've spoken a bit about therapy, so we might as well go ahead and, uh, and let them know about our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that we are fans of going to therapy. If you've ever benefited from fer- therapy like I have, like Mare Bear has, uh, you know how important it can be. I'm a firm believer people should be in therapy even when they think everything's going great because you never, it keeps you prepared. It keeps your tools going, you know? No, oh, it absolutely does. And honestly, for me, it's really helped me find better coping mechanisms. And I just feel like I'm learning how to set boundaries, which, as you know, has always been a struggle for Mare Bear. <laughs> it really does. And this is the first time that I feel like I'm actually doing that. If you are like starting to think about giving therapy a try, better help is the way to go. It's entirely online. It's convenient. And I can do it from my couch. And you know I love anything I can do from my couch. Anything you could do. I mean, self-help from the couch, win, win. So if you want to give it a try, go to BetterHelp, dot com slash my podcast today, and you get 10% off your first month. So it's BetterHelp, dot com slash my podcast. Go get you some therapy if you need it. You probably do. Should we move on, I believe, to Jasmine and Eris? I don't want to put you yes. all of the onus Please. on you. Yes. Thank you. I like, see, look at you. Love it. Um, <laughs> look, I like what he said to Jasmine about how women solve lots of problems in the world. And can you imagine if it was left up to men <laughs> and maybe Dr. Pepper can help them? Um, I... I, I it's so weird to me. They get along sometimes. I know. I feel like they get along really freaking well. When he makes eye contact I mean, with her. There was a lot of talk last week about how he didn't, he wasn't making eye contact. And I don't think that it's hard to know because a lot of people think that's obviously you're saying you're a lot of a signal that people are lying or being untruthful. Um, but I also think when you're, when you know you're disappointing someone, it's hard to make eye contact yeah. with them. So I kind of, my my gut is that's where his lack of it is coming from. Not that it's okay, because I'm sure she's like, at least look me in the eye when you're disappointing me, motherfucker. I'm putting up with a lot here. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's have a staring contest while you break my heart and ruin the last the last and next year of my life. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know... When when Pepper was talking to them and and Jasmine talked about how she moved as a kid, you know, and that her life was so stable and warm and great. And then she moved and it really went to shit. She felt out of place. There was bullying. Yeah. She didn't 
ex- you know, she wasn't accepted and stuff. And then how long it took her to get her own self love again. I thought, I mean, that really moved me. I just always any just thinking about kids having a tough time in schools. And I, I always I just that really affects you as an adult. And so yeah. watching knowing that about her past and then having her feel not accepted for who she is in this situation just really bums me out for her. I felt the same way for to say I love my, you know, now I got into a place where I love myself so much. And now I'm with someone who doesn't, isn't feeling me, I think she said. And it's just, but I think ultimately I assume that's why, because again, it's a hard for me to imagine these two <laughs> working out, but again, bigger surprises have happened. However, sure. if, if it doesn't work out, I'm hoping, assuming it's because of that, right? I hope it's her that says I can't, whatever. I mean, I think they'll probably both say no, just from what it looks like, but um, we still <sighs> have, look her in the <laughs> we eyes. still have like a whole n- another season, half a season to go. So you never know what could happen, but I just feel that when she was talking about that and she talked about it a a bit last week too, and she talked about how she wants, she mentors girls and she wants them to speak up for themselves. So why isn't she doing it for herself? And just all of that, I just, between the rage room and I just feel like she's, this is why, as we said last week, I don't think that she's begging for it the way he acts like she is every night. I think she one time told him he was, she was attracted to him. We have heard her say, well, he's not attracted to me and I'm attracted to him. She has said it a couple too many times. I get it, but that's maybe she said it a couple of times, but it's not as if there's no body language. I don't see her begging him. She's just disappointed that when she basically said, I'm attracted to you, he said, I'm not to you. That's what it is. It's not as if she's still now begging for him. I don't even know if she likes him anymore. I mean, (laughs) I know. I mean, it would be sort of funny if like after he's like, eh, not feeling it. And she was still like, why don't you sit a little closer over? Yeah. She's not like, she didn't keep hitting the gas with it. As soon as he said that, she was like, "Er, I'm sure everything dried up. I yeah. Mean, no, half half of your attraction to someone is when is feeling desired by them sometimes or you know what I mean? Like there's a there's a little bit of a reciprocity with that. So there's no question. Maybe aesthetically, she thinks he he's her type, but she's not like looking to bone him right now. No, I don't even think she even when he talked about no sex to after decision day, which I still thought was weird. She was just kind of like. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but we're going to work on physical. I mean, we're going to work on other intimacy, right? Like, I don't want to bone you, dude. Get over yourself. I just want to feel that we have any kind of intimacy. But now I loved when Pep said, have you ever thought this is not about you? (laughs) Right? Like, yes. Yeah. She, 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 she goes deep. Yeah. She doesn't even like, she doesn't lube it up with her Dr. Pepper lube. Does that still a thing? I don't know. I've only seen, I haven't seen the ads in a while on Instagram. I'm not sure how I got out of the algorithm, but I'd like to get back in because they really (laughs) made my day. Um, But well, yeah, it's kind of funny though, because she kind of took a shot. Didn't you feel like she goes, I mean, this man's 39 years old. So maybe his connection issues are his own. I was like, whoa. And then I wanted to be like, but you're the one that put him on the show, Peps. Pepperoos. I pepsters. know. Pe- yeah, sweet peps. That's the other thing. That whole when Pepper asks, uh, was it was it she who asked him something like, oh, did basically did you get she asked him if he got married 
uh, at first sight to keep him from running. And he said, yeah, he was hoping for some normalcy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, couldn't you have asked him that when you guys were in some hotel conference room <laughs> interviewing people for the fucking show? Yeah. Couldn't that have been a question you could have broached? <sighs> yeah, maybe just a little bit. Have you experienced <sighs> loss? Have they have those deaths? I mean, that was, listen, this is awful. He's, and when he said he's experienced so many major deaths that he's afraid to get close to people because just losing them is the norm for him. I completely do understand that. I, I, I remember a period after losing someone that I was dating, just being like, well, why would I date anyone again in case they can die? Or like being worried if someone didn't answer their phone yeah. for a little bit, you know, you have a little bit of trauma to that stuff and he's had it times a million. Um, so I, I don't think that he's – I think he's telling the truth about all of that. And Yeah. Yeah, um, I do too. Yeah. But again, is he going to be able to get past all of that and be what Jasmine deserves in a husband right now? I don't see it. I'm going to ask my magic eight ball that just says – I can't think of an answer that they used to say. Maybe not or probably not. I think it's probably not. Yeah. All signs I, point to no. All signs are pointing to no. Um, well, especially because like, she said she's the opposite and she kind she's non-confrontational. Her parents sort of fix stuff behind closed doors, which I know a lot of families operate that way. And uh, look, it's it probably better than seeing them scream at each other. So I don't have a, a gauge on, on what helps and what harms, but, um, communication, sure obviously either extreme, either extreme. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's, know, yeah. 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 You're right. It's, it's somewhere in between. If you can, if you can watch your parents and learn how to communicate even through the tough things. Um, so she basically said, I didn't have that, which is a very self-aware thing um, uh, to talk about too. Right. And I thought that was interesting. It's, you know what I find entertaining though? It's like, it's like once you, when you get to an age where you realize your parents were just, they're just kids too, that were here longer than you are, yeah. you know, and that there's really no adults in the room. You're kind of like, well, Hey, they kept us alive. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like you, they did the best they could. And you, you're like, you know, you, that whole thing of like looking back at life or our parents and like stuff like that. I think once you can realize that you're able to move on and not blame as much. I don't I don't know what happened if I hit a bong before this accidentally, <laughs> but I just want I feel like we're in some fucking, I don't know, we're like under the stars at Joshua Tree just talking about our lives and I'm wearing a tie-dye. I can't, I don't know what's happening and I'm really sorry about that. I love it. I love every second of it. I love your tie-dye sh- cardigan that you would be wearing under the <laughs> under the stars. I'm a, yes. Um, but you're right. And that's very true. That is a helpful thing. And that's kind of what I almost think happened maybe a little bit with Nicole and her dad, right? Sort of the, okay. Yeah. Well, um, But it's good for Jasmine to know why she feels she isn't, you know, is shuts down or something like that. But then I, then all of a sudden when they had the questions. Oh, the fishbowl. Oh my God. That was tough. My ass cheeks were puckering clenched. I can't even, I, that's the only time I can see where, where Eris might be frustrated. For the most part, I'm usually frustrated with him. But when that shit happens, I think 
she's and I understand it's because she's shut down. But at the same time, if she he's what you know, what would make you feel safe? And she she says she can't think of anything. And he's like, what things I'd like you to you'd like me to know about you? She's, oh, I think we tackled it all. I mean, she was just not having it. And while I understand the attitude at the same time. If if that's it you're not getting any intimacy out of him either, right? You're not giving any, any emotional intimacy at that moment. You're just shutting down. So it just, that was a tough scene to watch. Well, I mean, talk about, yeah, strike one, strike two, swing and a miss. She just would not budge. And then the fact that when he, he was like, okay, I'll go. And then shared that story about his best friend committing suicide and how his, he was mad at his friend for such a selfish act and that he held a grudge and that it was years before he was able to forgive him. Like I was again, that was probably the one this has been the one episode with Eris where I thought like he really is sort of trying. You yeah, know, I mean, he's at like least being episode. vulnerable, right? Vulnerable. He's at least mm-hmm. sharing. He's at least sharing. Maybe he's not trying to be a husband to her and he's not really trying to better their relationship. But I think he's certainly opened up. I mean, those the, the, are some the, deep the, things to they share. They gave them the questions to try to get them to dig deeper. And she was not. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, when he talked about that story, which is obviously very sad. And she just kind of started looking around, trying to think of something. I kind of like and, you know, I don't like to talk about this, but it kind of looked like she was she was trying to take a poop like she was like. <laughs> Her face was kind of uh, like strained, <laughs> trying to uh, just kind of think like, of like oh. moving around. Yeah. Oh, oh, she didn't. She came up with nothing, though. Yeah, she left brokenhearted. Yeah, that's uh, that was tough. Um, and it's you know, it's weird because I do think there's depth to Jasmine, you know, and I feel like oh, she yeah. is a good communicator. And it, God, her mother. I mean, hello. I mean, yeah. I. I honestly, I wish the mom, I wish her mom could maybe just stay with them till decision day. That would be a good idea. I, I feel like she, they would sit down every morning and have breakfast and she'd be like, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. Go do it. Meet me back at dinner. Yeah. We'll check in. And if neither of you did it, uh, I will have a disappointed face, which I don't think you want. I would not want to disappoint that mom. She seems awesome. Like, I feel like I want her to just handle. Yeah. Um, and she gets it, but she could, and she also didn't try to, I, I appreciated that she said, look, you may have to pull it out of her. You're not, she's not jumping to this sort of in denial defense of, of how ja- she knows exactly what her daughter is probably going through right now. And the reason that she's shutting down like this and she's, she's like, okay, well you're, if you want something, you have to pull it out. I mean, he, it did seem like he was trying to pull it out, but it didn't. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. It didn't take. It yeah. came, went deep I mean, into in, the eye of the storm and deep, something like that. Oh. There was some song about the eye of the storm after she. <laughs> so, yeah, deep into the eye of the storm. Something like that. <laughs> I think she's the storm. So, she might be the storm. And he, she's the eye of the storm that he can't make eye contact with. <laughs> right. and, oh, boy. I mean, I. I don't know. See, this is where I I am very immature because in my head, I'm like, unless they go out, because remember, weren't they saying a couple weeks ago, like Eris was at least saying like, when we're out on dates, we yeah. kind of connect when we're doing. The, well, let's keep 
going out on dates, have yeah. some drinks, do some dancing, get some apps, get some sliders. Yeah, never go for play. A walk. N- yeah, go go play the fishbowl game at a bar or something. Right? Yeah, yeah go do something. I mean, tell me that, Sarah. That yeah. should be a requirement. Yeah. And this isn't necessarily about alcohol, but what a much more fun atmosphere than staring across <laughs> your, you know, empty makeshift apartment faux island <laughs> talking about this shit. You, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Go do something. Oh. I Go do it. I don't give a shit if you do it on a water slide. Just go do something else other than. Yeah sit there and stare at each other because it's not working. And um, I don't know if it's just the surroundings that make them uncomfortable. Film crew probably doesn't help, but that's part of it. <laughs> but at least yeah. the film crew at the bar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, I mean, that's good advice all around. Just go have some more fun. Like, like our friends, Kirsten and Shaq seem to be having a little bit more fun um, at the end of this episode, which will, before we get into that, uh, in case they need, if case things did progress the way it looked like they might be, I'd like for them to sleep on some comfortable sheets at night and also do other things on some comfortable sheets at night. And you know that we have a code for you for from our very, very favorite, very favorite sheets, Etitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. They are clean bamboo. They are soft. They, they're, they call it like vegan silk. And it's no lie. They are my favorite. I've said it before. I got so they sent us some to try so that we could tell you our honest opinion. Obsessed. They're still on my bed. I mean, I wash them, but they're on the bed all the time. Uh, and <laughs> just wanted to clarify. Uh, I got my mom a set for Christmas. She's yeah. obsessed. One of my friends that listens to the podcast, but and got her set. Like everyone loves these, right, Mary Berry? Yes. Did you just call me Mary Berry? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, I got. I was hoping you didn't notice. <laughs> Well, we're just you're overwhelmed with how much you love these sheets. And I do, too. And it's because they keep me cool. We know this. I'm a night sweater and I wake up cool. I sleep throughout the whole night. I'm energized and rested when I get up. Mark loves them. They're super soft. They're gentle on my hair. They're good for all skin types. Hypoallergenic. They honestly, the fact that they can control my body temperature means the world to me. And I love these sheets. I know, me too. And obviously, we love that they are sustainable and they're creating products consciously. They give back. Um, so just you can get $25 off of your betting order exclusively for our listeners. You go to attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast, attitude dot com slash my podcast, and then use my podcast when you check out for $25 off your first betting order, which is a, a nice little hunk. So go try them and tell us what you think. Okay. Kirsten and Shaq oh. talking about hitting the sheets. Hitting the sheets. You know, they're really looking forward to some, some expert input. Um, Pepper rolls up and I, you know, I, I do love when an expert shows up because it really does just it pushes the the ball forward the needle forward i yeah. don't know how you say it all but of it. it does that and it does all of it um when kirsten tells pepper that they could use some help with communication i wanted to scream like understatement of the year until i tasted blood and flip chairs over it was like there's so like and i think that's it kirsten just her her delicate delivery of everything be like 
it's not working. You guys need more than some help with communication. Okay. We something big's gotta happen here. I I, I can't their their communication makes me I feel like I like somebody's fucking with me when they talk to each other. I just feel yes, like somebody's yes. they're like, oh, let's just mess with everyone this season and make them watch two people who are just talking in circles. And then and she kind of does not the same thing as Jasmine, but she sort of hasn't really. She's been like, oh, if you want to know, you're going to have to ask me. It's like, well, I think everything should be that way. I don't think everything's you've got to ask. Oh, Jesus, Gina's like that too. All oh. these girls need to be asked. I, I, are you kidding me? I can't shut the fuck up. You know that. Yeah. I mean, Mark was probably like, can you wait till I ask you a question? I mean, I told him my whole life story within the first two hours that I met him. I just don't, I don't understand that. Well, and like, we'll get to them too, but like, yes, Clint said, it's like, now all of a sudden we're like in a and a and it just, it just feels like, I don't, I, there's a, of course there's times when you want someone to ask you how you're doing. There's when you want to be checked in on sure. and all these things. When you're first getting to know each other, if, if someone was constantly like, Hey, tell me about your childhood. Hey, tell me about this. Hey, tell, I'd be like, leave me alone. You psycho. You don't want to be. It should be just conversation. There should just be like conversation. Back and forth. Yeah. And it's like they're overthinking yeah. who's asking. He's not asking me enough or he's doing this. Now, if if it's because Shaq and Clint talk too much about themselves, then that's a different story. But I didn't really hear right. either of them say that. They basically said that they don't get asked enough. Or that's, I mean, Shaq, Kirsten said it before. I, th- I feel like that's what she said last time, right? Or I don't know. Yeah. You know, I get yeah. everyone's communication I mean- mixed up, but it's all killing me. Well, I, it's just, that's the theme is like, yeah, if you want to know, you got to ask me. And I feel like he's not asking me. Well, yeah, I think she had said before something along the lines of, you know, hey, how are you? Or how's your day is not good enough. You know, it's got to be this like, I, I don't know. I, I, the keeping track of who asked how, like you said, like, are they, they keeping a tally, like makes me want to. Uh, taser my asshole. I have no idea. I just want to. <laughs> I can't like it's like th- this like nitpicky horseshit. Like you have eight weeks. What are you doing? I would. Of you both I would have be drunk to the whole time. Yeah, I mean, you both have to be asking each other's questions and getting to know each other. It's can't. It can't be a a, a contest. And it just felt like, and especially though. Well, if you want to know, you want to ask like. I think that's how Kirsten feels cared for. If someone's hounding her about how she's doing, because she says, it just didn't make any sense because then when she, (laughs) that when he said that he left one time without giving her one of her forehead kisses, which as Barry said, what did you say? That's (laughs) like how you kiss someone in the NICU (laughs) a couple episodes ago, which almost (laughs) made me pass out. I believe that's a, that clip is on our Instagram if you have missed that moment. Um, but when he said that she left and then or he left and then she texted him and basically said, you need to give me your for- my forehead kisses before. I can't. I, honestly, the term forehead kisses makes me. I it, it's it, I'm so embarrassed that you and I are talking about this right now. <laughs> This couple's been married at first sight on TV. That's the fact that we spend the bulk of our time talking about this should be embarrassment (laughs) enough. Okay. 
Now I have to talk about somebody who's mad because her husband left for work and didn't give her her forehead kisses. She's looking for her forehead kisses. <laughs> I mean, you're like a, a toddler at fucking drop off at, 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 at preschool. Mommy. Yes. My forehead kisses. Are you? I, I could puke. <laughs> it is. Like so mad. I know. No, I don't. I, I don't know how they're. I mean, luckily we saw progression in this episode after that. Cause once they were talking about how she gets mad if she doesn't get her little forehead kisses. And I thought, Oh my God, I'm going to rip my boobs off and throw them at the TV. I, <laughs> That's when, but luckily they went past that. But because then also, not only did we have to hear that, but then we had to hear Dr. Pepper go into her full lube company mode and say, oh. Shaq, you have to show her your masculine, desirous self. And all I thought was, dear God, oh, dear God, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I know. I bet you Pepper's like, by the way, I've drawn a picture of what I think it looks like. <laughs> And I'd like to show you. I, I did it in oils. Yeah, I, I honestly, and, and I mean, Pepper having to say things like, I think it's time to graduate from forehead kissing <laughs> to serious spousal kiss. I was just like, what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing here? Well, I'll tell you what. Shaq went and did it because he took the lead. Um, on the body paint sitch. I don't know who thought of that. Yeah, he did. But, and when he said, do you trust me? Do you trust me? I was like, I, I do. <laughs> I wanted to be like, I, I, if I, she doesn't, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, 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 yep. We're in total support. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. And the way he just sort of shot that whipped cream in her mouth and they went for it. And she was like, give me oh. more. I mean, thank you, everybody. I'm Thank I mean, you, Dr. Honestly, Pepper. Thanks, whoever. Yeah. That was the masculine, desirous uncomfort that I guess we all needed. Well, and I'll tell you what, something must have clicked with him where, because she has me, yeah, I want you to lead. I want you to do this, I want you to do that. The fat, he was just like, all right, here we go. And I am, thank God he had the, the chutzpah to do that, you know, because otherwise it'd be another four or five weeks with the forehead. And now they are. Slowly drifting into temptation. Hold on, hold on. This moment, don't it feel like we're floating? So it was, it was a nice moment. It was, it was a nice moment. And I, I just want to, I, I really, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad we, we got to see it as a, as a, as a globe, as an audience. <laughs> Um, but also I think it's funny that she's been for what, 10 to 11 episodes now. Like I'm a bad kisser. I don't want to kiss, talk to the forehead, <laughs> whatever. And then now she basically like one strawberry in and she's like, stick it in. <laughs> like they just like, they were just, she was raring to go into the bedroom. Oh, someone went on Amazon and ordered a, a case of whipped cream right after that. She was like, well, I never oh, want to run yeah. out of that again. I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she the way she said um, that they will be the only ones that know <laughs> that know uh, if they're going to consummate their marriage tonight. But just the way she was talking, I mean, I know she's always sort of um, not a quiet talker, but just sort of 
not monotone either. I don't know what the word is, but just sort of a very even, right? We haven't really heard her razor voice. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah. But the way she even said that was just like, it almost looked like she was in a daze or something when she was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I um, <laughs> guess it would be probably good for us. But um, anyway, whoo, like she just yeah. seemed and she was in a little bit of a... Um, as what what is it what is it that Katina called it a couple seasons ago? Dick dizzy that she was about to oh, get dick, dick dizzy. dizzy. Mm-hmm. Dick dizzy. Yeah. I wonder, and honestly, at this point, I don't think she'd even need that, you know, eight to ten storm <laughs> she was looking for originally. I think at this point, just anything. She's <laughs> ready. It seemed like it. It seemed like maybe that was something. Cause she has spoken a few times about, I mean, She's talked about her dad being this figure and stuff. And I'm always kind of like, I don't know that you want someone to be like your dad. But then I get get what you're saying when you're saying like he was the role model of what a husband, you know, or uh, whatever. But he, whatever that is that she's been trying to say, I think that's what she felt he did tonight when he was like, stand there. You have to trust me. And this is what's going to happen. And she was like, okay. Yeah, you know, and it really had me thinking, too, just putting it all together with her. Everybody says, oh, like we all have daddy issues, you know, like little quick girls and whatever. But yeah, she she wants she wants a, a leader. She wants somebody to take charge <laughs> and buy the produce and whipped cream. Yeah. So, good honor. Good. Yeah, we'll see. Um, taking charge of Gina and Clint. Um, oh, you know what? Before mm. we do that, though, we should tell them because we have Thrive back right now and we love Thrive Cosmetics. Yes. We have Thrive Cosmetics again. And that is really good news for you guys because I personally am obsessed with Thrive. I had actually seen them a bunch before on social media, the the eye brightener. I'd seen ads for that before and I'd never actually pulled the trigger and tried it. But now I have it. They sent it to us to try out. I have purchased more since then because I'm obsessed. The highlighter stick is my my personal favorite. Um, it like brightens up your eyes, gives you this sort of instant glow. And if you're like me, I think it's great for anyone mas- you know, that likes makeup. But for if you're like me and not as good at makeup, it's also really nice because then um, it kind of does it for you. You just glide it on over your eyelids and you get a little paparoo. <laughs> a little paparu for your papers. I like it. No. And I mean, listen, I'm a self-proclaimed makeup artist. I'm not really good at it, but you know, I love makeup. I am obsessed with the mascara. It literally makes my eyelashes look like I have extensions. It's almost so good that I have to scale back sometimes putting it on. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. See, listen, we don't lie to you. There's also some really positive things here. They are certified hundred percent vegan cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, which I'm a big fan of. And they, um, so it's Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. And that's in the name for a reason because it's part of their mission. Every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. If you want to get it and you want to get an exclusive 15% off your first order, visit Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash my podcast. That's thrivecosmetics.com slash my podcast for 15% off your first order. Okay. So Gina and Clint, um, first of all, did you enjoy the little Blink-182 
style song that they played when they started showing Clint sitting at his bar oh, eating his shit, French fries. Sarah. God. No, what sing a, it to an me. electric combination. What a pair we make between the two of us. Never ending. <laughs> Something else. It was fun. It was fun. I liked Something it. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It sounded like, oh, it, like, a, like a Blink-182 cover band or something. And it just really, I mean, John looked over at me and he was like, are you really, you're into this one. Like, I don't even think it's for fun. I think you just like it. I was like, you know what? I think I might. You just I like I it. Like I'm into it. Tapping Bopping. your toe. You're, yeah. Do shaz- <laughs> you shazam it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't do that. Um, I don't know. Does that stuff come up on Shazam? I don't know, but I think I found a. I think I found a new uh, task Ugh. for next week that even I'll take part in. I know I'm going to, but the problem is like that now I'm going to have so much going on. Trying to remember the lyrics, trying I'll to shazam, shazam, trying to take the I'll notes. Shazam. Okay, thank you. You take you you work on the lyrics. I'll Shazam. <laughs> I'm work- actually I'm a proud Shazammer. I'll Shazam anywhere. Okay. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I will. Clint. <laughs> I feel like there was nothing more classic, Clint, than sitting in a bar, eating French fries, having having a beer, I think, or maybe I made that up, uh, and talking to his friend on his iPad. I think that's his fucking best life. Yeah. I think that's what he does on yeah. the weekends. And I'm not even <laughs> sure he needs... I know he wants a family, but I don't even think he needs to be married. I think that's it. I think that's what he wants to do. I honestly think the only thing mis- missing from that uh, scenario was Hank. I don't uh, think Gina needed to be there. I think no. if Hank was right there picking up the fries or whatever he was eating, a couple loose ones. I, Yeah, he looked like he was having a very nice time. And uh, yeah, it was beer, by the way. Okay. He was drinking a beer because yeah. I was honed in. Honed yeah. in. Cro- uh-huh. Cracking his jokes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get her a parrot and a peg leg. And a, when she gets glaucoma, we're going to get her an eye patch and his- <laughs> friend pretended to laugh and you know he's oh. having he's living his best life with his dad jokes and i uh fully embrace them we have really and i've seen a lot of people comment this uh lately that between reddit and our podcast group and yes i look at reddit sometimes because i'm a loser um there's a lot of people me? talking about how clint is their unexpected fave and he's just a charming guy he really is. And he's, he's, I don't know. You know what? I almost feel duped that like during the bachelor party, I actually thought he was like a real player. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't like I feel like egg on my face. No fucking way. <laughs> not that he's, you know, not he's, yeah, he's an attractive guy, whatever, but I, I wouldn't put him into the, the smooth operator uh, category in right. terms of getting the, getting the pee. It's just because of the jokes, but I think like that's for, that's not, it's clear that's not for Gina. She doesn't live in that. She doesn't know like that. Someone to, for someone else, that's their main attraction thing. So all those 50 some people or whatever he's bagged, <laughs> whatever it was, he said, I forget. 65, I think. Yeah. I think he was 65. There yeah. we go. Um, you know, they loved, they laughed and, and that's a huge attraction for a lot of people. I mean, and, and again, he's physically attractive too. It's not that, but just if, if someone's too quote unquote goofy for you, if that's not your sense of humor, then Clint's not going to be for you. Well, Sarah, I mean, you know, he, he bagged 65 lucky gals. 
Or I think. I mean, you know, I don't know. And uh, we were talking last week in the Patreon. I'm sure there were some some fun fun lines <laughs> dropped while during the act. You know, like oh, I blow my load. You guys, when we tell you when we plug our Patreon, it is like that's sometimes it is because we've been talking about it already here for a solid hour, and then we go over there, we keep talking, and then things just start to spiral. And that's that was we that was a conversation we got into where I almost. I'd like I thought I was going to actually have to stop recording because I couldn't breathe. So anyway, it's just some you know some extra bonus fun over there. And yeah, that's what we talked about. Um, sorry, Clint, that we talked about what you might say in bed, but <sighs> you know, sorry, he, not sorry. He, um, I mean, they had some good conversation with Pepper. But it f- was frustrating. I feel probably pretty frustrating for him, right? Yeah. And I mean, I do think that he was uh, gobsmacked, caught off guard with some of the things that she said today. Yeah. Don't you? I mm-hmm. mean, like, you know, I, I Pepper's good at getting them to open up, you know, but they also they respect her. She's an expert. She comes up. Clint says right off the bat, we're at a good place. Gina's like, we really had to try to focus on having fun, you know, and basically Pepper's like, you know, having fun does not a marriage make like you guys are fucking doing it wrong. And, you know, Gina confides that maybe it is true that it's easier for her to open up to women because she was raised by a single mom. And, you know, the whole idea, though, that chemistry comes from deep within as pepper goes on to say like they have not even they do not go deep and i i don't just blame clint and i don't just blame gina i really think they just i don't know neither one of them well i I don't know i could see that maybe he maybe sometimes eases tension with a joke i think he did it tonight when they were going through the questions right like um made a joke about um about Hank, about changing Hank's last name or something. And I I think that's part of when he talked about he tries to be vulnerable, but he was with someone who had a false persona for three years, which that whole story was, I feel like I need a whole, I need to sit down and have a beer and some French fries with Clint and get, I, yes. I was like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, he kind of tried to blow through it. And I thought we need to, this is, we need to live in this minute. I need to hear more, but obviously they needed to talk more about Gina. But um, I I think that she basically said something that didn't make a ton of sense to me about like what he has to ask has to be specific. And and now I'm back to she hates him because he, he said, well, then you got to set the precedent and ask me one. And she, OK, OK, I'll set the precedent. OK, like she just. Yeah, I think she kind of wants him to do all the work because she's the one that even said, well, we had to really focus on trying to have fun. And then Pepper said, well, you guys kind of need to be going deeper. And she's like, well, I mean, if he's going to want me to go deeper, he's going to have to make me go deeper. I mean, it just, it just seems very uncooperative on her end right now in my mind. I, you know, I was thinking about this. If I was really in this situation, because I don't think I ever really put myself in these people's shoes because <laughs> I don't have to, because I didn't sign up for this. And you think I would because I like it so much. But I don't I, I would want to know 
is there some, am I going to regret not being with this person or are they a a zilch for me and it's not going to work out? Like I would, I would, why wouldn't you at least just ask the questions? It's not saying you have to have sex with people. It's not saying you have to like, you know, lose yourself and do weird adventures or, but just like get to know somebody. Like I, I don't understand. You've got this much time. It just boggles my mind that if someone, if someone, I felt like I didn't know someone or I wasn't clicking with them and somebody questioned me on it, I'd be like, well, they never, they never asked me a specific question about myself. So I just sat here with my thumb up my ass. And it doesn't seem like she, I I don't get it. It doesn't seem like she wants him to, because I remember there was a conversation about um, when they were doing the questions out of the bowl, which he goes, oh, I like to. You know, he's just trying to lighten the mood. He's like, oh, yeah, I like to get to the bottom. She's like, OK, well, we're going to go through them all. <laughs> um, she just has to make sure he knows that he's an idiot at all times. It's like basically seems mm-hmm. like her daily mission. But when she talked about um, the father figure conversation and and then when he reciprocated and felt, I thought he was kind of digging deep, she just looks like she's just waiting for him to stop talking. I'm back to, I'm back. I know last week you had me fooled into thinking they were having some fun mm-hmm. together, but I'm, I'm back to reality. She can't stand him. She is just trying to get through this without going for his neck in the middle of, you know, with a film crew around. I think, you know what she looks like when he's talking and it doesn't matter if he is cracking a joke or it's, I guess it's more so when he is trying to reveal something about himself she has the look on her face that I have whenever um, a wait staff or a server at a restaurant is telling me the specials of the day. Like I just glaze over. I'll usually try to hold eye contact and like kind of do a nod because I feel like no one else at my table, if it's Mark, he's, he he won't look up. He doesn't have the social skill set, but I'll like take it on myself and I'm just like browned out, just like staring, nodding, but I hear nothing. And I think yeah. that's how she is with him. It is that is a very, very accurate depiction of what I saw, I have been seeing and still felt like I saw tonight because there was a moment where I thought maybe I'm just reading too much into her reactions and this and that. And she no, she she doesn't. She just looks like she doesn't want. She doesn't care. Even when he said, you know, and I'm worried about not fulfilling what I want in life with kids and blah, blah, blah. And she just looked like, yeah, I mean, this is. You just had a conversation about getting deeper and then you just are are so tuned out. So if you're tuned out when he's opening up, how can he feel like he can get you to open up to him? Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not. And he was even encouraging her when she talked about dele- uh, delegation. What did she say? Something about it sounded like something oh, she said a bunch of times, like one of those lines that, that she's probably used. Oh, delegation oh, yeah. phobia is my toxic trait. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> just uh-huh. sounded like she's said it a couple times. And by the way, same um, as you probably well know. I do know Mary, that about Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can relate to it, Gina. Um, it just it just felt like he was really taking all that in and listening. And then when he, when he does the same, so I don't blame him for getting uncomfortable and making jokes about changing Hank's last name. Cause he's like, fuck this whole questionnaire. I'm, I feel like shit about myself when I open up to her. Cause she looks like she wants to rip my face off. <laughs> she does. And she, she works. She looks like she's having to spend time with a snooze fest. She's bored out of her fucking mind or slash annoyed. And 
that I mean, Clint, you know, as much as Clint can't read a room, it's easier to read a room when one other person's in it. And I think he can read that. You know, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can feel. Yeah. He, it's not like he's not picking up on what she's putting down there. You know, I mean, I, no, I, I think he's just and that's listen, you can't say one thing you can't say is that he's boring. So um, whether yeah, whatever I mean, it is and still, highly entertaining. Yeah. And taking it on the chin, just. Yep. Okay. Anyway, mm. just moving on. Uh, <laughs> well, seem, yeah. You know, yeah. Cause she does, she loves to do the sort of the thing she did with Pepper where she's like, okay, yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the lead. I'll take the, I'll set the mm-hmm. precedent, whatever. Sort of repeat you know things what? that he said, like she's about to murder him. And I don't know if I'm, this is just coming to me now and I'm exaggerating. So I'm not, I actually don't care if I'm right or wrong, but I feel like one answer that she gives all the time whenever he is, saying anything what whether it's in jest or serious she'll be like for sure for sure and that's like how i respond to like you know work emails know, some, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. or you yeah, know for somebody sure. telling me they're they're out of decaf caught for sure just yeah. she's just like it's just a very she's very dismissive and i think yeah. once you're once someone um you realize someone doesn't give a shit you're going to stop trying too. And I see that has to be coming from him. I would be interested to, because I guess we've seen her with the girls. I want, I like when this season is over, um, I'd love to just go to Nashville and, and watch her on a date. You know, I want to know if that's yeah. how she is with anyone that she's, tuned right. out on or if right. it's like if that's how if it's oh, I I have a feeling no I have a feeling this is just I cannot believe I got paired with Clint he's not for me blah 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 um so that's I don't know actually you just intrigued me a little because now that you're I, I would like to see that too yeah is it just that that's just like oh this is me this is my face this is my energy or is she just like from day one, she's like, ah, God damn it. But I'm going to get through this and I'm going to try not to look like an asshole. And it's only eight weeks. Like, that's what it feels like. But then remember, like at the wedding, they had, and didn't this come up tonight? They were like, they had fun and, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, she was- oh, was it genuine or not? <laughs> yeah. I was, um, it was on after party that they talked a little bit about the ex, but, and we'll go into that a little bit more on, on Patreon because we probably need to wrap up here. But, um, I, I felt that it was really funny to me on after party that Keisha only seemed to learn just then that they don't sleep in the same room. I'm like, no, that's, yeah. that's been a thing. That was pretty. Yeah. Right? I thought so too. I was Wasn't like, that Keisha, clear? Yeah. We're, we're lucky they're in the same apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think she because she was like, I noticed you said her your room or something. And I thought I think that's how Cal finally got them to agree to move in together because she thought, well, I, that would have been a failure. And yeah, she if they weren't in the same. Yeah, no, and he was like, right. no. Yeah. Anyway. Um, OK, well, I have some more to say. We always do. We could keep going on this forever. And so if you want to come listen to us, um, just go nuts, <laughs> probably mentally. Um uh, come to Patreon and it's $7 a month. You get all the bonus content on Thursdays as well as our Sunday episodes that are super fun. And if not, don't thank you for listening to our Thursday episodes. We appreciate all of you 
go see Mary in Milwaukee this weekend at, is it the Improv? Yeah, Milwaukee Improv. And go see Sarah Colonna this weekend in Batavia, Illinois at the Comedy Vault. Um, Yes. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 podcast?